This podcast was produced in association with FunEmploymentRadio.com. Greetings, nerds, geeks, and gamers. I am Jason Chevron Chops, and today is December 27th, 2017, and this is the Well Adjusted Gamer Podcast. Today's episode was going to go up before Christmas, but the day after recording it, I caught some kind of chest cold thing and really haven't been off my ass since. There's a bunch of other stuff I wanted to talk about in this intro too, but I'm just going to save it for next time when I'm hopefully not dead or dying anymore. What you do get to hear is my good buddy Matt Neslonic and I chitty chat about Star Wars, gaming, Christmas's past, and all kinds of other whatnot. Before that, be sure to like and share the show on Facebook, subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher and the like, and be sure to rate and review the show there as well. Emails could go to wagpodcast at gmail.com, tweets go to at wagpodcast on Twitter, and be sure to check out my live streams most every Wednesday from 4 to 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time at twitch.tv slash wagpodcast. You feeling strong, my friend? Call me Elf one more time. He's an angry elf. This is the Will Adjusted Gamer Podcast. Welcome back, everybody. Today, I am here with frequent collaborator, political analyst extraordinaire, and co-host on the Adventure Club podcast, Big Matty Nasty on Twitter, mountain of a man in reality, Matt Nislanik. Hello, Matt. Howdy, and good evening, America. Matt is coming back around from being sick, as am I, with completely different issues. He's got the, the sicky-wicky, f- not flu, but cold junk that everybody gets no, this strap. time of year I, oh no, that's it was right strap. Yeah, stripper throat that's right <laughs> yeah he's got stripper throat which is great for somebody that's trying to break into voice acting because there goes that <laughs> for the time being i'm sounding authentic right <laughs> now <laughs> we've we've had plenty of jokes over the last few weeks on our other podcast the adventure club just with uh the men's warehouse guy the carvel's guy like Oh, the, uh, the guys with the real froggy voices. <laughs> I guarantee it. Yeah. You gotta have fun on this podcast. I guarantee it. Buy my pillow. <laughs> Buy my pillow. It's full of meth. <laughs> <laughs> and mustaches. Ooh, meth and mustaches. It's our secret <laughs> filling combination that helps you sleep and stay awake for weeks at a time. <laughs> <laughs> when you can't sleep, take the meth. Oh my God. It's perfect. Wow. Pack it with you everywhere you go. This episode sponsored by, but no, 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 no. <laughs> meth and mustaches, meth and mustaches, my yes, not my pillow, but meth and mustaches. Definitely this, this episode <laughs> sponsored by chops. Cause I got them. I, I uh, like that. I have a beard. Line. Does that work? You do. You've got a, you're always rocking like the fledgling beard. You do like the, the modern man number two clip. Like. The dirty, <laughs> but not shaved. Yes. No neck beard. That's that's the critical part. Well, no, I don't have a neck either. So, you know. <laughs> I can't Swallow have all those shrugs in the gym. Yeah, I can't have a neck beard because I have no neck. 
Yeah, works got, out. The math, the math works out. So you've got a beard on your collarbone. Is that what it is? <laughs> it's <laughs> it's on my hair. traps. Your, your neck beard is chest hair. I get it. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> God. So we have lots of other stuff to talk about besides facial hair today, and and we will get to it. I we swear, will eventually. So there's, I, uh, I don't know. You may or may not have heard of this. It's a little indie film that came out recently called. War, War of the Stars, the um, the the, some, the list of yeah. Jedi's, something like that. Galactic Wars, maybe. That, mm, World of Star Wars, Starfighting, Star, Star Wars. That's it. Oh yeah, Star Wars: The Last Jedi. That's a thing. It happened. It came out recently. Last week, I believe Thursday. Oh, if boy. if everyone on Facebook who didn't have to work Friday was telling me the truth. Mm-hmm. And within that seemed to be everyone in my friends list for some reason. Right. And within three days, it made more than the annual GDP of North Korea. And actually maybe South Korea. And <laughs> no, they, they sell a lot of Hondas. I was going to say that computer Kias. parts as well. Oh, computer parts. My God. And Starcraft. It's all those anime where they used to show Neo Tokyo, Neo Japan. It's Korea. It's South Korea. Like totally. Well, that's where a lot of the animation studios are. Yes. That we have learned too. I've, I remember hearing that from, um, the commentary on the venture brothers. There's funny stories where they would send the, the list of stuff that they needed animated. They would get something back. They would find like an issue with it, whatever, send the feedback back to them. They would not only get a new fixed version, but they would get like free CG. Like <laughs> <laughs> there is this scene where they're driving somewhere in Brock's car. I think it's that one where like that, um, I want to say, was it the, the kid's mom? Yes. Came and like when the Brock, psycho like, lady. Yeah. When she's like going to hit Brock with the car and he just like does that pose and falls through the windshield into the driver's seat. <laughs> like I, I want to say it was that scene, but the houses on the side of the road ended up being CG. And I remember seeing it and thinking like, what the hell? That's, that's weird. Like it looks CG. Like that's, that's really well animated, but no, you listen to the commentary and that's why, because some other little thing with that segment was different than they wanted it. But then when they got it back, yeah, they had like upgraded it quote unquote for free to like <laughs> this. CG All right. It's like, yeah, shit, we'll take it. It looks great. <laughs> but we heard that like a few years ago, but then we had that reiterated for us with, um, Carson Mel. When we were talking about tarantula, mm-hmm. that that's where they ship everything off to once they've got their, I don't know, probably, they probably send them storyboards and whatnot. And you know, that's what I've always been curious. Like, what do you, you, you're obviously not on the phone telling them what you want. So when dealing with animation, I should have probably asked Carson Mel this, Man, do you have storyboards? Do you just write it all out what you want and hope they get it right? Right. How does that work? It's yeah. We'll have to. I'll, I'll call him up. Um, once we're done with this podcast, I'll get him back on the phone. We'll, we'll well, he does out. follow me on uh, Twitter now. Oh, man. We could ask him. Just say, hey, Carson, do the, tell me a little bit about the process in 280 characters or less. <laughs> <laughs> he probably would. The dude was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. No, he was a very chill guy. He was fun to talk to. That was great insight. Great mm-hmm. guy. He had some good insight. Yeah, very What's about your, your IP, create creating your own stuff, mm-hmm. having a record of what you've done, that type of thing. Well, that's that's what was really cool about talking to him as well, is how that kind of aligns with the lessons I've already kind of learned through this podcast of how to be a creative and how to just 
do the thing always don't stop just get it out there if it gets picked up or not as long as it exists because you never know when it's going to pay off yep and then that goes back to something like i i can't stand steve amell the guy from arrow mm-hmm. he's such a bro like <laughs> seriously and he bandwagon jumps on any winning football team. Oh, jeez. Shut up, Amel. But <laughs> one thing he said at Dragon Con like three years ago when I saw him there, he's like, right now for people who want to come up in the industry with the how cheap it is to to do cell, cell phone videos, mm-hmm. you know, Facebook Live, Twitter Live, all these things, there's no reason you should not be cranking out IP if that's what you want to be in the industry, you know, yeah. entertainment. You should always be cranking stuff out because it's cheap and easy now. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's, and I, it's I sat there and I realized I'm life. not doing that. Ugh. Well, it's it's a thing though. There's the other conversation that should come up that you rarely hear is the conversation of quality. It's how do you know? Like anybody can go out and just throw stuff out there day and dollar, like no problem. But if it's bad, like. What's your risk versus reward in that kind of scenario? Like how bad can it be before it's actually a problem? And see, this is what I wonder if it's like photography or not, where, you know, you take 300 pictures, there'll at least be one good one in there. Mm -hmm. But if you do, you know, 300 voice jobs and they're all terrible, like, (laughs) you just hope the one good one gets seen. I don't know. No, I don't have an answer for that. And even then, I mean, if you're making a bunch of crappy quality stuff, there's not going to be an audience. You're, you're, nobody's going to watch it and you're never going to, I don't know. So yeah, it's, there's still, there's still more to learn there. So good thing to keep an ear and an eye out for as we move forward. Um, speaking of iterations though, this is the eighth main line movie in the series of star Wars. That thing that we started talking about as uh, we often the main, do, yes. you know, these tangents, but that's what this is all about, man. Um, this was, I can't remember the director's name. I can't remember anything. Ryan Johnson. Ryan Johnson. What had he done before? Um, movies. Yeah. I can't remember. I know he's done something identifiable, but that didn't really correlate with a star Wars movie. But one of the things that I looper looper looper, the brothers bloom brick, uh, a couple, uh, episodes of breaking bad. Oh my God. I hated brick. I hated that movie. I despised what is Brick? I actually movie. don't know what Brick is. That was it was like an indie movie he did about like I want to say it was about drugs or something. I can't even remember. It was just trash. But it's because it I don't know. Somebody told A me high school crime ring. Yeah, somebody just said that last night. It's like yeah, it really sucks when people are just like poo pooing on everything and they're like yeah, I just did because I do because I'm a dick. Like. <laughs> I mean, you know what you like and you know what you don't. That's true. So, I mean, it, it just shows too, that you can not like something from a director and actually like something else that they end up doing. So here's two examples just with this one guy. Like I hated that movie and now he's produced two that I actually thoroughly enjoyed. Yeah. I loved, I I loved Looper. Yeah. That was, that was a great film. I don't know if I'd say it was a great movie, but it was highly enjoyable. Yeah. There was a lot of unique stuff going on, things you'd never seen before. It was well put together and it, it was, it had good twists and it's one of those movies though, that has like the big turnkey moment that like ruins it for like successive viewings. It's like, it's like, I don't know. The sixth sense is kind of that way. It's like, once you know, you know, and that magic's gone, but at least there's like a lot more going on in that one. 
with Looper. Yeah. I don't know. I, I haven't watched it since the first time. So I, I would see it's any, any, uh, M night Shyamalan movie. There's never a reason to see it again. Oh no. We watch signs all the time. We watch six all the time. Yeah. We'll, we'll put them on. Cause there's, there's good performance. And, and, and the movies. tree movie, not the tree movie, <laughs> not, not the happening, not what's happening. That's right. That That's one. what it was. But, um, no, with, um, with signs, Mel Gibson is entertaining as hell in that movie. Yeah, but <laughs> running around just, the house. And, I'm going crazy. Everything, beh- <laughs> everything behind the movie is dumb. Yeah. It's, it's, we're smart enough to know to, to have interplanetary travel, but we come to a planet that's 80% something that'll kill us. Yes. Okay. It's, it's 90% Why? poisonous, but we're going to try it anyway. Yeah. That, we we couldn't tell from space that mm-hmm. we could travel through in an intergalactic level. That is that's the critical error with M Night movies is they all hinge on a very fine point of a twist. What a twist! And that's <laughs> it. Like that's everything hinges on that one little thing. But he does a pretty good job of fleshing out a story around it with more things going on to. But I swear to God, he's, like, he's, he does. He starts with that one idea and then builds a movie around it. What if it's an alien everyone's invasion. trapped in an elevator? Oh, stop it. <laughs> what was that movie? Devil. Devil. Yeah, I didn't You know what? I, this is one I will say I didn't hate that movie. Yeah. I, the, it wasn't good, mm-hmm. but I sat through that going, hey, I'm enjoying this. Man. Well, we've got... It, I don't think, I think he, like he wrote that, but didn't direct it or one of the two. Yeah. Where they tried to like sweep his name under the rug on it a little bit. Well, I I think they, they liked the idea, but they wanted to keep like their hands on the reins basically. Gotcha. Yeah. It's like, we want to make your movie, but we want to make your movie. (laughs) Yeah. We don't like your, your track record right now. And I will say split was great. Yeah. Split was pretty cool. I enjoyed the hell out of that. It was a, the only thing that was weird about it is it kind of had the vibe of Cloverfield Lane. Whatever. Kind of. Like where it felt like it was two stories, two movies pasted together like 80% through. So my biggest gripe, and it wasn't really a gripe, but I wanted to know like every time he went into a different personality, he, he had a different change of clothes. So did he always carry you know, 24 sets of clothes yeah, right, around with out him. and about. Yeah. Yeah. Cause then he would like show up with the old lady sweater. Right. No, and, he had, and stuff. It's, he had way too much control over the personalities in, in that regard. I will but, say he acted rings around everyone else in that movie. Yes, absolutely. There was no other acting to be done, I guess. Like he had no, all not the, really. the big stuff. He was the heavy lifter, but good for him. I mean, he's been ever since wanted, like everything he's done, he's great. Like he's a very consistent, solid actor. Mm-hmm. Um, back to the, the, the top. No, this is, this is it. This is what the, the show, this is what podcasting devolves into. And this is why it's good and fun because there, there shouldn't be some rigid format that, nope, we got to get through this. This is going to be 40 minutes of star Wars only. And we're never going to finish the conversation. And that's fine. Like we're not, we're not going to get to the other 80% of the stuff that I have written down either. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> but it's, it is. Um, one of the concepts that I saw a lot of as this movie was approaching was trailer dodging 
and spoiler dodging. So spoiler dodging is obvious. You don't want big things like once the movie's released, you don't want to know what's going on, what the big turns are, what happens. And both of us were successful at dodging any such things. I never saw or heard anything, even in this age of Twitter and Facebook everywhere all the time. I'm friends with enough respectful people that none of that stuff popped up ever. Same mm-hmm. for you, Matt, right? I I did well. Like So I saw a movie with the first trailer attached to it. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what it was. Maybe Justice League or something like that. Um, so I watched the first trailer. And I'm usually okay because the first trailer is usually just kind of like the teaser. It gets, you know, the whistle wet, but it doesn't really give anything big away. Mm -hmm. It's the subsequent trailer two and three that always come out that show you three fourths of the movie. Yes. So I was able to avoid those. I was able, I don't really watch any TV live on TV Mm -hmm. except for football. And I don't watch the commercials ever. Uh, So yeah, I was able to avoid that. I didn't watch any of the, the subsequent trailers and I, didn't have anything spoiled. Well, that's, that's where I wanted to have this conversation because that is exactly what my feel was through this is that's trailer dodging and trailer dodging. I have fully discredited for myself. Like I, through this movie, like I, I made a conscious point to let the trailers happen naturally. Like if it pops up somewhere, watch it. I'm not going to go out and seek them out. Like I, I never mm-hmm. did like, look them up on YouTube or anything, but it's, yeah, seeing them on TV, seeing them here, there in a movie, whatever, never spoiled anything. Having seen the film, it didn't spoil any damn thing. There was a couple of these, it's, there's trailer tropes that happen where they intentionally mislead you and they put in scenes that aren't in the movie. Mm-hmm. constantly this has always happened like you could look back to all kinds of different movies from the past where there's shit in the trailer that is just literally not in the movie so i'm over it like i i really don't think i'll ever consciously try to not see trailers for anything like we've got avengers coming so we're gonna see tons of that stuff in the next yep. few months but i don't care like i i feel like this this kind of cemented it for me anyway that I don't think the trailers give away enough and they're misleading enough to not really actually spoil it in the end. Spoilers though. Hardcore spoilers. Yeah. Got like those people need death sentences. It's horrid. Why you would do anything like that? Like within the first year or two, like it's gotta have been out on digital and like Blu-ray for at least like six months to a year before you start talking about. Okay. Now that one, I will, uh, disagree with you a little bit i I figure if you give the movie you know three weeks Mm -hmm. spending the theaters for three weeks i feel you can you can start talking about it at that point i don't think you could blame somebody for talking about it at that point like if it if you just happen to hear something that you didn't want to at that point like you oh somebody's having a conversation that you're not involved in and you overhear it like go to hell like the movie's been out for a while if you're really that interested in it what are you offended like but now, yeah. if they spoil it the, the night it comes out, they're yes, dicks. Right. If you get mad because they spoil it six weeks later, you're the dick. Well, and you don't start a conversation with somebody even like three weeks out where, oh man, can you, can you believe Ray died? Wasn't that crazy? Like, whoa. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. cause there's, there's a process to it. Like my mom did this to me a long time ago, again, with Sixth Sense. She ruined it for me within the first <laughs> 30 minutes of the movie. He's dead. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm literally <laughs> watching like the opening scenes of it, and she walks up and she's like, "Oh, isn't it weird that he's dead the whole time?" What? God damn it! I I never wanted to choke my mom more than that single moment. <laughs> like, how how just evil or out of touch can you be? Like, what's, and it's yeah, with her. It's she's out horrible. of touch. Like that was. That was some kind of brain fart. Like I, I think she had a mini stroke and just blurted it out. But God, so frustrating because it did. That was that was the movie ruined. I mean, mm-hmm. but still, at least like I said, I, it's still watchable. But what a twist! So with Star Wars being out, we've both seen it. What do you think in general? What's your take on it? I liked it. Good. Yes, I thought it went. I, I loved everything it did. Um, oh. the, you know, there, there were a couple parts. I, I thought the whole cantina or the, the whole casino uh, set piece was kind of, it was pretty, but it was unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. Holy yeah. 100%. Unnecessary. Uh, even, even Benicio del Toro, his character was completely unnecessary. Antonio Banderas? Or not no, it him. Was. Uh, yeah. Benicio del Toro. Yeah, it is. There's, there's a commercial where... It's like a oh, that's right, that's uh, right. It's a Heineken commercial. Heineken, like, yeah, where the the tourists so, yeah. are outside. Benicio del Toro, or no, Antonio Banderas. Antonio Banderas. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, overall, I really liked it though. Good. I thought, uh, I thought it, it went far to throw away a bunch of the expected surprises, if you will. Yeah, well, and that's that was your thing. I saw on your your comments on Facebook saying that it's it ditched a lot of the Abrams like mystery boxes that you hate so much mm-hmm. yeah which like he, I, I don't know like the mystery I'm, box shit that he does is like hey look yeah. she's important we'll tell you why maybe later maybe like your dick yeah and but, they usually don't end up telling you why because jj abrams forgets to well never mind yeah and again sort of, no. straying away from specifics because we could talk about that off air or later but like um in general my take on it is it is exactly what it should be given the current state of reality. This is a Disney movie. This is a Disney star Wars movie made for families. That is very right. important to realize going into it. This is not going to be what this is a stupid thing too, that everybody's really pissing me off with, but what, what this is not going to be rogue one. That, that was a standalone thing. That is a different, it's the same universe. It's a different, perspective on said universe that is not a mainline disney star wars movie that is a a pocket reality that's what those movies are going to be those star wars stories will be all over the map and i liked it because that one could be darker yes and it should be and that's what i want from this universe this is that's that's the star wars i want to live in empire strikes back rogue one that's Star Wars for me. That's that's where I want to be. That's why I play Battlefront. I, I love mm-hmm. the dark, gritty battle side of this war that's going on in the stars. It's not all happy-go-lucky Ewoks throwing rocks at shit. Like, no. There's a real, like, weight and danger to this world, this universe. So, that being said, in this movie, it was really weird to see how the first like chunk of the movie is kind of goofy slapstick a little bit. And then it really was you get to a point where it's literally like a bloodbath, a bloodless bloodbath. It was really weird. So there's a big identity crisis going on in this movie. Like I feel like maybe there was, it's one of those things where things were pasted together 
from different versions of the the movie the, during like the creative process because well did this one go through like two or three directors that's what i was gonna say i i think they did and i think this it's blatantly apparent and just how things kind of turn through it it's it's i don't know what parts were filmed when or produced when but it's like okay we went too dark with this so we need to balance it out with this over here which doesn't work because now you have an inconsistent voice mm-hmm. throughout the movie um see so that was something i thought that uh i i actually kind of had that feeling at first with the uh the thor the last thor movie have you seen that one yes it's hilarious mm-hmm. but i feel like it was two movies because there are some oh. dramatic parts in there that you know it starts building drama and then it would have a joke in there that would just kill the drama it was True. funny but it felt like the jokes maybe either were tacked on later or you know it was supposed to be dramatic that, i just yeah. felt like there were some scenes that built there and then no, the drama was killed with the joke i know exactly what you're saying it's they had like basically dark world 2 all queued up, written out, ready to go. And they said, hey, people really didn't like Dark World. People really liked Guardians of the Galaxy. Get your freaking red pen out and basically And that's when they up. brought, I can never pronounce his name, but yeah, that's when they brought in, what's his name? Ty- Taika? What, oh, Wahiki? yeah, I don't know. I'm not familiar with him. So he's the guy, I, I guess he was, uh, I think he had something to do with the uh, Flight of the Concords as oh. well as... Uh, yeah, uh, we've talked what about we do before. in the dark or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. What we do in the shadows. Thank you. <laughs> Give or take. Dark shadows. He was involved in know. that? He directed Thor. Okay. That's, yeah, that's it. And he was the voice of Kor, the big rock guy. Oh, yes. That's, oh, it all comes together now. So, I mean, mm-hmm. that, that's, that's it. That's plain. And, and, plain and the simple. humor is definitely, you can tell it's him, you yes, know? That's right. Man, yeah, that is that is that paints the picture. That's how Thor happened, and I love and it. And I do love that humor. Yeah, it was it was great, but it does. It's it's that little bit of like pasted in, cut and paste. That yeah, a little bit of a chop job, but still overall works. Just like Star Wars overall. Yep, it's a great package, and it's funny how divisive it is because I've got one f- real film snob buddy that hates it. Bizarrely enough, like hates it with a passion but loved the new Blade Runner that everybody else kind of poo-pooed. Like, so really, it's, I mean, it's, so, a, it's a big different strokes, different folks, I guess, out there to an extent. But that, that was the thing that was pissing me off. It's like, there's people complaining that they don't like this Star Wars, but there's also so many people that complained that they didn't like Rogue One. How many of those assholes are in the same middle part of that Venn diagram? Because I want to punch them in the nuts. It's like, <laughs> what do you want? Like, you're, you're obviously not a Star Wars fan. Like, if neither one of these appeal to you, there's something wrong with you. Desperately wrong. Like, go away. You you need another franchise. Just stop it. Shh, shh. Like, Jason, you're very angry tonight. Uh, I'm excitable. <laughs> <laughs> this is not anger. If we start talking about loot crates and Battlefront again, that will be anger. <laughs> Ooh, we should do that. No, no, no. See, I haven't actually, I haven't seen Blade Runner 20... 5982 yeah, I need to see 12 that. yet. I need to see it. I have heard his... nothing but good things. Yeah. I, I heard it's it looks great, but the, the substance lacks. But, no, all, I mean, all the friends I've had that are, are like hard sci-fi fans or, or love the blade, you know, original blade runner, which mm-hmm. I did. They're they're like, yeah, it was it was a good movie. The story took a little while to develop, but it was a good story. Man, yeah, I gotta watch it. Hell or high water, that's happening. Even if my wife doesn't want to watch it. Too bad. Move out. 
tough titty. Tough titties. So Which I just think we need to bring that 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 phrase back. <laughs> tough titties, baby. Tough titty. Come on <laughs> down to Carville's. We got tough titties. Oh, okay. uh, and if you're, you're not gonna satis- like these tough titties, if you, I guarantee it. I guarantee it. If you're not satisfied with your meal, tough titties. <laughs> <laughs> Every commercial has to have the phrase "tough titties" in tough it. Tough titties. Tough titties. We can impress the toughest of titties. You think your titties are tough? Oh, but we boy. got tough titties. Oh boy, ah, that's this that's, is just evolving quickly. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm going to name my bar now is tough titties. <laughs> Oh, I thought you meant devolving quickly. <laughs> Never that, mind. Oh my God, that is a good part name too. Right? It, it took a second. <laughs> I, it's it's a, a slow burn, but oh it's there. Oh my God. Right next door devolving to each other quickly. too. Uh, you want to go to devolving quickly or tough titties? <laughs> what, what are we Why not both? Why not both? Pub crawl. Hey, no los dos. Oh my God. Hey, no los dos. Holy for, shit. For our Latin uh, listeners out there. Oh, come on. <laughs> That's that's borderline racist. What? No, I don't. What? Know. You can't. How is that? It's a it's an identifier. I was being man. bilingual. It's a uh, people of Hispanic or Latin descent. Okay. That's Latin people. Speaking of that, I have been <laughs> playing much, much, much Battlefront, and just to say, they've done a few updates. I don't think they've done anything with balancing, but. One of the things that came up recently, well, the big package was free stuff related to the the movie. So they've got a crate map, which is that salt planet. Yep. They added Finn and Phasma as free heroes to use. And they added a new Starfighter map that I haven't played yet. So I'm not sure where that was. It was like a weird name, like Pato or Patho or something. But aside from that, there's also like a broad challenge thing going on that where... You basically pick a side, light side, dark side, and you have different um, achievements for different periods of time. Like over the next 30 days, get 25,000 points, I think was one of them. And then another one is in the next week, get 250 kills. And there's other daily ones that come and go. So doing those, completing those pays into a kitty of a big, broad, everybody versus everybody, dark versus light challenge that's going on. I, of course. Yes. I don't know if there's an actual scoreboard somewhere to see where everything is right now, but it's definitely adding another layer of something to do, something to to work on and go after, because it did. It's I've looked at the schedule of events that they have with the challenges, and there's different like um, steering angles that they work into it. It's like, this week we're going to have you do these type of things. Like One of them kicked me into the arcade mode. I had to finish all three tiers of one of the arcade challenges, which is good. They're, they're steering people into the other modes that they may not get into as much. And I can't remember if it was this week coming up. One of these weeks is going to be all starfighter themed, like pushing people into the starfighter map. So good on them for mixing it up, like stirring the pot a little bit. One of the bad issues that came up, especially with um, my little circle, we play, early morning we get on at like 4 a.m and there's very few people out on the servers most days so we went through a long phase where we're stuck getting piped into servers that are empty like over and over and over you start a match it does matchmaking it puts you in a new game with nobody 
and you can't start until you get a certain amount of people. Like, you know, how typical matchmaking mm-hmm. is. So every once in a while, we when we do get into a match, you get in there and lo and behold, there's four, at least like four people on each team completely AFK. They're not actually playing the game. They're just, their character is either standing in place or a lot of them started running um, macro key commands where they would jump in place, take a couple shots, and then jump in place, take a couple shots. So it didn't look like they were AFK to any kind of computer Right, it system. keeps them active. Right. So I mean, you, is there a reason for, is it basically farming? They're farming credits, which is okay. the worst way to go about doing it because I swear to God, in 24 hours, you could probably get like, but that's the thing. In 24 hours of not playing the game, you could come in and unlock a crate and potentially get like, some old Chotskis, but again, crates are a whole nother discussion, but yes, they are. These assholes are doing this. Well, the problem is when you go into a server and it's already slim pickings because of the time of day and half of the people in the goddamn server aren't actually there, it becomes a real pain in the ass to find a match, <laughs> let alone mm-hmm. one that's actually competitive. So that got really dark for a while. Got on the other day and it was, um, Monday morning. Same thing, got on at like 2.30 in the morning. Completely different scenario. There was live, active people everywhere. There was a person in one of the servers that may or may not have been a DICE employee. So Hmm. I'm thinking they went whole hog aggressive on it. Everybody's coming back from their post-release break. Now they're getting in and they're going to start fighting on the streets to get this thing up to snuff. So... If my feelings are correct, things are really going to take a turn. And this, it's not that it was bad. It was just lacking in that capacity. Like you, like I said, hard to find a game that was full and not full of bots. Now we were in full servers all night. We never got kicked into an empty server ever. And my buddies were playing like over six hours, I think. And I was on for at least four and never hit an empty map. So, and never saw any bots either. So I think, yeah. I think if the problem isn't solved, they're definitely making huge steps towards it. So now the only things kind of remaining are balancing issues. Like some of the weapons are just OP and there's also a lot of aim bots that seem to be out there. Oh, really? A lot of hacks? Yes. Not a lot. At least like, I don't know. We'll see like one per night per session of playing like the four to six hours that we do. We'll see one come through where it's like this guy. He has like... 85 kills to the next person's like 30. Like that's obviously all headshots and exactly one shot around the corner where there's no way they even saw you, let alone got a headshot. And especially not with that specific weapon. It's all those things. Mm. Like, yeah, if you've played enough online games, you know, especially on the PC side, like this shit will just, it sucks the life out of anything. Yes. So like I said, we're, we're, we're seeing progress on it. So it's very exciting. And I have not stopped good. Winning. Yes. So, yeah, well, I guess all the games like Overwatch is doing their Christmas thing now. Oh yeah. Um, GTA. I know I'm they, sure. They just I'm showed sure. Announcement. Team Fortress two is, mm-hmm. cause they always did good holiday stuff. Destiny has what they call the dawning, which is their Ooh, basically it's crowning. No, no, not the crowning, the dawning <laughs> different, different <laughs> thing poking out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that they, you know, they added an all new armor you could get if you play during you know the next two weeks, and 
it's cool. Mm-hmm. It's it's fun just to have different things in there. Yeah. And you can throw snowballs at bad guys now. Nice. And that just made it all work. <laughs> How is Destiny? You're still playing. I'm still playing. So um, the changes they made when the last DLC came out and there was the whole outrage over... The you experience? Know, yeah, Ugh. it's gotten better. It's not there yet, but no. it's... You know, every week there's stuff to do. It a little bit of it is repetitive. They're trying to keep that fresh as well. Yeah, um, I'm still enjoying it. Well, that's what so, happens with these online multiplayer games nowadays. Is the grind is where their money's at. Like that's how they keep mm-hmm. you playing. Is they give you some little morsel on a, on the end of a stick that you just have to grind forever to get to, and human nature just pushes us to do it like well so now that i've 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 actually started using the the bungee forums for the uh looking for game the lfg forums on bungee itself yeah for your raids and everything real easy okay they make it real easy that's refreshing so this weekend i did a a good you know four hour raid with a bunch of guys and then uh my buddy tried to do a raid and he had two guys that got kicked off because their parents turned off the internet on (laughs) you know so it's hit or miss (laughs) (laughs) oh it's hilarious yeah, it is hit or miss, but you know you can get a good group of guys on there. Uh, you know, a couple of them added me to their friends list because they want to know the guy with the deep voice and they oh, want to have him back. Yeah. Seriously, I get that all the time uh, when I sign on. Noise, dude. Are you in radio? Right. Are you using yes, a voice I mod? Am. Yes, it's called testosterone. Oh, oh. Because <sighs> all these guys are fourteen, yeah. but you know. Yeah, it's called puberty, boys. Just wait till your balls drop and you'll say just like me. Oh! Uh, who, Andrew Dice Clay? Yeah. Uh, it's kind of funny with some of these, you know, I'll be in the uh, All right, can we take a break? I need to go get a beer. Yeah. You drink beer? You drink oh, beer? Oh, my God, no. man. No, no. It's just uh, root beer. It's <laughs> it's a it's a, actually a 37-year-old um, oak barrel aged with a juniper snaps and vanilla and it's from this limited run because anybody that doesn't know matt and that he's a complete booze snob like <laughs> a little bit a connoisseur i prefer the, the connoisseur yes yeah. <laughs> jesus he's gone through more bottles of random crazy elite level booze than i have gone through bottles of kraken alone like jesus <laughs> and you do a lot of kraken oh boy i do a lot of crack and and yep but man yeah you're you're a real booze hound well that's the thing it's i don't actually drink a lot it's just when i do i i just enjoy certain things you do not in terms of like volume but in terms of variety like yeah (laughs) it's insane the amount of different shit you have gone through over the year like oh it's crazy. You're I, not wrong. I mean, we'll do like bottle shares where, you know, five or six guys will show up and we'll each bring three bottles and everyone uh-huh. takes a sip out of. Nice. So you get to try yeah. 30 different things, but you're not drinking 30 different bottles. Well, that's, that's a big, I don't know. Do you have your, your go-tos still? Even oh, yeah. Done that? Okay. Cause that's um, my thing. I, is- I will always go back to Victory's Golden Monkey. I love that beer. It's a nice nine and a half percent Belgian. Jeez. Mm. Yeah, it will mess you up. You have right. to know that it's 9.5% because well, they come in six packs and you could down a whole one. Well, that's the thing. That's that's the good beer to drink one of at the end of the night as opposed to drinking six of something else. So I've been big into sours and, and uh, gozas, you know, mm. that those styles recently. Yeah. 
So, so uh, Anderson Valley does a blood orange Goza, which is just fantastic. It comes in right around 4%. So you could go through like a six pack oh, of that yeah. on, on a nice hot summer day. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez, don't you know? Oh, it's geez, a hot summer day know. out. Just get a six pack and go sit on the back porch, eh? Yeah, it's a hot summer day there in Minnesota. It's it's up to 57 degrees there. <laughs> Minnesota, I thought this was Wisconsin. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Where oh, boy. are we? North Dakota there. <laughs> Oh, don't you know? It's all that that uh, strange middle northern part of the the country there. <laughs> <laughs> it really is flyover country. You just fly over. You it's just okay. fly over. Don't don't look we'll, down. Don't stop. We'll be here. You go there. It's yep. you know. No. Take off. <laughs> but yes, how do we get on beer? I don't remember. That's funny. So back to Star Wars. No. Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> God. Well, yeah, you were talking about getting beers when you're playing Halo. I mean, Destiny. Yeah, oh, Destiny 2. Freudian slip on purpose? What? Well, it is the same company, although they are no longer owned by Microsoft. Oh, man. Well, because we are coming up on our scheduled time, I thought, because of tis the, the season, time of the month, it is. It's yes. that time of the month, time of the year. We got that little jingle, jang, jang, jingle christmas thing going on we we are oh both boy. um actual christmas celebrators so we're not offended by merry christmas you could say happy well, holidays i won't be offended either that's it's fine man if you say something nice to me i will thank you yeah there you go happy birthday oh what a, how dare you assume <laughs> that my birthday makes me happy ah. right how god. dare you say something nice to me rigored all I wanted for my Douche. birthday was to not get triggered. Yeah, so. that didn't happen. <laughs> so for for Christmas, like thinking about my gaming memories, like instantly I could think of a few off the top of my head of best and worst moments. I don't know if you've got any. Hmm, Christmas related? Yeah. Yeah, not really. My parents didn't like video games. Oh, they would let me have them, but they wouldn't buy them for me. So, well, what's the first Christmas gift you bought for yourself as an adult <laughs> or a teen with money? I'm trying to remember, I, I when when I finally did get a Nintendo, which I bought off a guy who was selling his at school. I, I remember like one of the first carts I bought was was Doctor Mario for some reason. Mm. I loved that game. Really, I can still hear the music. I, I yeah, still know the different songs, just like Tetris. <laughs> mm-hmm, exactly. Oh. That's not but, a bad way to go. No, no. I, I had a lot of hours in that game. Mm-hmm. No, I know f- for mine, like I, I was, I was completely spoiled looking back. Like I was a bastard. I, I got everything late, so I never got anything on like on release. I always got it a couple years in on the, the life cycle. So I got, I think NES came early because my dad wanted one. So he got one for himself and I got to like play it, but nice when it came to like the game boy i know i got that one um kind of early but again it was at least like a year or two in because i had seen and played other people's before i got mine um but i pretty much got all my game consoles used which isn't bad no that's but it was usually like a year or two at least two years late i think that's just where i've been tainted through my childhood is i did get everything early and as new Versus, I know there's like, like you, you're a perfect example of getting everything used, but then my buddy Max that has got everything, like literally some consoles like decades late. 
and still enjoys being able to go back through and play those classic games, which is very inspiring. Like I love hearing those kind of stories. Like you're, you're born into the modern generation of gaming, but still can go back and appreciate and enjoy Mm -hmm. those classic experiences as well. That's, that's neat. That speaks to their quality, you know, from back then. Yeah. The replayability. Yeah. Cause when I look now, like one of my biggest Christmas memories was the, the Genesis when I got that, because it was that, that great switcheroo where we think we talked about this on the adventure club holiday one where somebody else had the experience of they were opening games for, for Christmas for a console they didn't have. So it's like they open a box, like, Holy crap. It's a NES game. Like I don't have an NES console. (laughs) What's going to be in the big box. (laughs) There was no NES. Like, (laughs) What the hell? He didn't get it until like the next day or something. Like, uh, it was a, a different house, a different Christmas, basically type of thing. And yeah. Wow. <laughs> that just, that hurts. It does. That's, that's sad. That's, that's gotta be rough to go through. But, um, mine with the Genesis is like, I opened everything and there was nothing. There wasn't a, a shred of Sega anything. And then like, as we're like cleaning up, I think my aunt was, yeah, it was my aunt and uncle. And she said like, oh, um, can you go in our bedroom in the closet under this stuff over here? Go grab this box. We need that. So it's like, okay, go in. And yeah, it's just like in there in the closet, just like not wrapped or anything, just staring at me like, (laughs) (laughs) it was incredible. Yeah. But then, um, flipping to like the worst ones. Oh God. When I, I think I had this one on the the last podcast on the Adventure Club Christmas one, but talking about the the Sega Saturn when it came out, I wanted mm-hmm. one so bad. Like this was before I even had my PS One, so I was desperate to get it. Like I wanted it. That's all I asked for. Here's this big rectangle box, and it's oh like, boy. oh my god, and oh boy. feeling it. Oh, it's it's got that little bit of heft. This could be it. Oh boy open it up and it's a pair of used rollerblades. Oh boy. Played again sports 2599 plasticky rollerblades. Ooh. What a punch in the dick. And Yeah, no, that that hurts. Yeah, and it's it's hard to be grateful as a child when when you get the switcheroo and I mean when it's, they knew what you um, wanted. They knew the box was the same size uh, roughly. And I mean, looking back, of course, I'm a bastard because, yeah, they're not going to go out and spend X amount of dollars to get a console that was going to die in six months sure. anyway. But, but it, it was a very advanced console. Yes, at the time. But man, yeah, that was rough. And then the other one that I always remember is opening up a multi-tap for the PlayStation. Multi-tap? And exactly. Like, I opened it and I was like, first reaction is, I didn't know they made these. Second literal reaction and just blurted it out. I didn't ask for this. <laughs> what is multi-tap for the PlayStation? A, like a, a controller multi-port. So oh, like, like the, the boomerang thing? Yeah, so you could play like eight-player Madden, like the, the two games that they ever did that, that anybody <laughs> ever did that. Like, so what made them think that's what you wanted? This was, uh, this was my life with a step bitch. And she went freaking thermonuclear when I said that. 
when I said, like, I didn't ask for this, like, she lost her shit, like, had to leave the room, like, was just so disgusted and mad. Like, how dare I be so ungrateful? And it's like, wow, <laughs> Merry Christmas. Woo. <laughs> did you have a PlayStation at the time? I did. Okay. At least there was that. <laughs> at least there's that. But it was basically like, well, if you don't want it, you little bastard, you can take it back. Like, oh, okay. boy. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah. Great. How about the gift cards I, I... next time? This <laughs> Exactly. You can't mess those up. Wow. Actually, you or can. just cash. That's that's what sucks with the gift cards is like everybody's asking me, like my family now for for this Christmas, like, oh, what do you need? What are you looking for? What do you want? And like, I don't know. And I like I would say Amazon gift cards like kick me 10, 20 bucks so I could put it towards getting something yes. eventually, but I don't know if I want to spend my money on Amazon either. Like my parents are asking me the same thing and they're like, what do you want for Christmas? I'm like, well, honestly, I, I'd like a, a NVIDIA GTX 1080 Ti, but I don't right? expect you to buy that for me. Yeah, I don't expect you to take out a won't. second on your house and buy me exactly. a, a Titan you know, Maybe a 40 inch uh, gaming monitor curved 4K. something, you know, you 4K, yeah, no obviously. OBS. OBS. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah you know i i don't have anything i can ask that i want from them because i don't expect anyone to buy that for me and they wouldn't Nope. rightfully so right so you know i amazon always works yeah it's you know and with with amazon and, and i don't really need anything flexible. else that's the worst part right i don't no, need anything the only thing i'm looking at right now in terms of like wanting or needing and it's something i want to use for like content here is a capture card. Like an, I want to get like a USB okay. 3.0 capture card. And I mean, they're, they're cheap now. They're only like 160, 170 bucks, but like where to get one and which one to get, like, I still don't know. I haven't settled on anything. So it's hard to say. It's like, I don't know. I need like $180. <laughs> Can that's, you do that? not too bad. <laughs> no. Comparatively to like a t- 1080 Ti, which is what? 750 Four, yeah, still? The, I think I was looking at 1070s that were like $400 just the other day at Best Buy. So yeah. Yeah. The, the 1070 that I was looking at, like there's a 1070 TI mini, which is same, everything's the same, but it's just a, a single fan. Yep. Um, 475. Jesus. And let alone, yeah. I saw like a, a blurb from NVIDIA. They were giving away and it was, it sucked because by the time I saw that they were giving it away, the contest was already over but they had um, special edition Star Wars Titan X cards. $1,200 a piece. The new Titan cards. Yeah. Oh my God. But they're, I, they're I, a bit much. I just, I can't imagine like, like right You're now. Like, I got two. I'm doing them in SLI. Right. But there's no reason for it. Like, I don't know though. I, it sucks. Well, the like, Titan cards were never like really gamers cards. No. You know, those, those are higher computational power than you yeah, need those for Those are gaming. like film production, like mm-hmm. rendering software stuff, but I don't Not, know. Like I, if I could afford it, I would probably well, still yeah, get I wouldn't to complain. Put an SLI. I would play the shit out of battlefront on my freaking Titan X card running at yep. 1% <laughs> with, with, let me see four 40 inch curved gaming monitors stacked. Yeah. I mean, why, yeah. why not? But no, why not? like when I, when I think of any kind of upgrades to my computer setup, like, I mean, yeah, the capture card, because I'm going to use it for that, but a hard drive, because I need more space if I'm going to save any kind of videos and do that whole thing. But outside of that, it's like, 
can't get a video card because they're too outrageous. Don't need to update my processor or motherboard or any of that because that's already high enough. But mm-hmm. to go to like VR, $1,000, like easy because I need to get a headset. I need to get a new video card. And no, that's never going to happen. Like it's that is not in the cards. Like mm-hmm. send me a sponsor, somebody like, Hey, NVIDIA, if you want to, I will like, I, I didn't want to say the B word, but I will like fillet <laughs> you guys on the podcast daily I mean, on my streams. I like all of it. Please. I'll promote the shit out of anything, but I'll be the best pretty little whore there is. Oh, hey, NVIDIA, you guys need a fluffer. Ah, I gotcha. Cause I got skills, baby. If I, you got the card, I got the time. I guarantee it. I guarantee. Oh man. <laughs> but no, I don't know. Like it's, that's kind of dark. That, that, that does, that spins me out to think about any of that crap. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, you know, I built this PC last year to be VR ready mm-hmm. and there's nothing I want VR for. That's where I'm stuck with my PS VR right now too. Like I was dead set on selling it and now like the headsets are what I had anticipated trying to like sell it for. Like I was going to sell it for like 200 well, no, the headsets are 200 right now, like a brand new one, because they're clearing out the version 1.0. The fact that they're clearing out the version 1.0 means this thing's going to be worthless by the time. Mm-hmm. I, so I'm just, I'm going to sit on it and just deal with it. And yeah, you sit on it. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm definitely sitting on it metaphorically with that. Oh, I mean, oh. I paid 400 for it earlier this year and already it's not even worth like 150 because mm-hmm. Because freaking tech, man. That's the way it well, goes. This, so, I mean, just just a, a broader scale conversation about VR. I still feel like it's all just demos. Most still. of it is. Most of it is small scale experiences, but we do have. I don't find nothing. Like, I, I don't find anything out there worth spending the money on yet. Fallout VR is real. It's it's out now. Like they, I just saw the, the release thing today. Fallout 4? Fallout 4 in VR is out on PC now. The entire game or just like an experience? No, the entire game. With teleportation controls or full standard movement, I believe. Same thing with Skyrim. Skyrim is out in VR, but that's also on PSVR, which I was waiting to get from Gamefly, which I've been talking about for like a month now on the podcast. But that's that was the only killer app left that I saw for the PSVR that I needed to play. Everything else is those smaller experiences and... They are a really tough pill to, to swallow when they're a couple hours of gameplay and they're $25. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you're literally going to play through it once and never again. Like, how? How do I justify that as a consumer? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I, it's just not worth the investment. No. I mean, and that's probably, I think that's going to kill VR, honestly. People aren't going to invest until there's something there and right. no one's going to make anything for it because people aren't investing. No, the only thing that will make it work is it's it's a a combination of things like video cards have to come back down, which I saw a thing today. It It's not directly tied to it, but the FTC I think is clamping down on a company that was talking about doing some kind of Bitcoin related thing. Like they put a freeze on them. They didn't freeze Bitcoin, the currency, like they, they didn't touch that, but this company trying to like establish itself as some kind of like advisory corporation or some such i don't i didn't read enough of it but yeah like there's weird shit going on with bitcoin so i don't Mm -hmm. know everybody keeps talking about the bubble of it so hopefully it does crash sooner than later because 
everybody that wanted to make money off of it did. <laughs> and now it's, it's leveling out and it's, it's just gross. And the whole thing with the video cards, my God. But aside from that, <laughs> what I'm trying to get to is bring the price of the video cards down. The, the VR hardware is coming down. Like the next generation, all that stuff is going to be sure. basement prices. But same thing with uh, Oculus and and Vive, if right. they're even still around. Yes, they they will be because it's it's established. Like it's a thing. It works. It's great. Is it it's though? an awesome experience. Yes. Like I mean, it is established. It is you, there. But have you played VR in anything yet? Yeah, I, I've I've uh, what did I? I think I used the Oculus a few times. I had a friend who has one, mm-hmm. and I've done the demos and stuff. And it's all demos. And it's cool. It is definitely cool. But, you know, first off, it wasn't $600 cool. No, that's, yeah, that's it. And they're going to be cheaper, but I still don't see. Well, that's the thing. Like the PSVR right now, you can get it for $200 for the headset plus 50 for the camera to to actually use it. Mm -hmm. So $250 is the new entry point. But the the problem or not the problem but the solution that i see with the the playstation vr something that oculus i wish one of them htc or oculus would get on board with is the psvr comes with a a sub processor unit so that thing is picking up some of the weight and doing post processing sure from the the ps4 so if that's true if you can do that why doesn't nvidia since they can't sell video cards that that do anything because these assholes are going to use them for bit mining, work up a little package deal where you can get a headset and a little post-processing unit that makes it work on a capable system. Well, like they already have, they have external graphics cards that, you know, little plug-in boxes that you can use with laptops. Right. So, so something like that should make it, that's what I'm saying. Like, where where are we at with that? Why are we not doing that? Make make a package deal out of that. Four hundred dollars for a headset with the processor unit. It worked for PSVR. Come on, guys. I don't guys. have the answer for you, Jason. Don't 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 yell at me, man. This is no. I know. I'm, I just I know. <laughs> stop the, yelling. The industry moguls are listening to this podcast right now. Heed my words and give me credit when you do it, you bastards. I want my name on every one of those goddamn things. You, you know what? He wants box. his name. He wants the credit. I don't care about the credit. Just make it worth just, my money. Yeah. Just, oh, it, it, I don't that's know. all I'm asking for. It's like having played my racing games, like I played Dirt 4 in VR on the PSVR and it's amazing. I want Project Cars in PSVR, but it's not going to happen. I could play it on PC if I had the money and I've got mm-hmm. buddies that, that Dan Choate that I talked to, the one that built the little Dirt Rally carcade. He's got a freaking, what do you, oh, I don't even know what to call it. It's um like a motion simulator rig. I was looking for like a really good, like expository yeah. word for it, but he's got a motion simulator rig with his VR headset and it's disgusting. Like he said he was playing Assetto Corsa and got it. So the motion simulator is synced up better with the headset to where it doesn't make him sick now anymore. <laughs> but aside that's from that, good. Like, I mean, that that's it. That's what it's all about to me. And if I had $4,000 to just throw into the wind for no reason, like, oh my God, I would be all over that shit right now. Like 
end this podcast. I'm gone. Like <laughs> get the, get the black card out. We're, we're doing this. Like, I mean, if I had the money, I'd buy a house so I could turn the, the, the entire basement into a land party room right? with everyone with their own pods, oh, you know, boy. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and, and a pony because please, I want a pony, please just one pony. But yeah, that, that is, that's the biggest damn hurdle to it. Like the content mm-hmm. would be there if you had the support of, consumers which you don't because it's just too high of a hurdle at the point right now yep. so, yeah anywho that yeah, I is think on that note that's about the time that we were looking for it's Maddie's. Uh, my fiance has made some dinner yep. and i have to go eat it happily because she is lovely let's get the here hold on i got i got sound effects here's wait let's oh see. boy which one will sound best here it is oh nope that didn't work nope no, that's not here. Come on, man. There's a dinner bell. Dinner bell's ringing. That that's not a bell. Dinner clown horn. <laughs> oh, dinner's ready. Woo! <laughs> Gotta go. All right. Hey, I hear you, honey. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> you're in the clown makeup oh, again God. tonight. Oh, jeez. Oh, uh, whipped cream pies again. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> whipped cream pies and canned corn. Son oh. of a bitch. So Matt, you know what I mean by that. Where where can everybody find your your big deep voice out there on the interwebs? Well, I do podcasting at ACPN. Since with a when? Guy named, what? Uh, right. The uh, there there are two gentlemen, I believe. Or is it ACP.com or so is it ACPN? The ACPN is the the mothership, the network of the network. Yeah, and then. We are the Adventure Club Podcast. Yes. At ACPN. Yeah. And then for yourself, you're at Big Matty Nasty. I am. On the tweeter. Uh, yeah, B-I-G-M-A-T-T-Y-N-S-T-Y. Oh, boy. And then someday soon, hopefully we'll have some big voiceover project that he'll be a part of. And we can announce that and share links. But he's still in training. Someday soon. He's a weird I, We're. I'm, I'm learning, yep. you know, uh, as, uh, Carson Mel said, you know, it only takes you about 10 to 12 years to get work once oh. you actually move to LA. So that was incredible. By the time I'm 55, maybe, you know, well, and that's, that's one of the things we learned from it too. It's never, I mean, we already know that it's never too late. Mm-hmm. Like, you can get into this stuff at any time. It It's all when nature decides. When puberty finally hits, I am going places. When your when your balls finally drop, you're going places, buddy. Trust me. Exactly. When your voice drops another voice. ten decibels, holy! <laughs> what the hell? Everyone will be like, octaves. "Oh, Barry White's back." Oh, oh, yes, yeah. ham. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace, Barry. Man, rest in peace. Good stuff. Well, thanks for All stopping the- by, Mister Matt. Thank you for having me, sir. It's been a pleasure. And I will literally talk to you in like two days. (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. Take care. 